Welcome to the Blue Collar Dynasty Podcast, where you can learn one or two things about Dynasty Fantasy Football. This podcast is for those new to Dynasty Football and those who want to play it casually. I'm your host, Dr. Chib, with your other host, Data Prince Alex. This is our second time out here on this podcast, and we're super excited. So, Alex, let's talk about our teams first, the Buffalo Bills, the Seattle Seahawks. Get that off our chest, and then we go right into our different segments uh, uh, for the audience. So your bills went out there and they did. Oh yeah. How you feeling? Big, big game. Great win. Oh my God. That felt good. Now I just hope we keep winning, you know? (laughs) And if we meet them again in the playoffs, I hope we win again. You know? (laughs) I mean, you're the Super Super Bowl favorites and, uh, I think you showed them why. And, uh, I believe it. I'm a believer. So, Absolutely, that is a great. That was that was a beautiful game. Let me just say that. And I, I was more shocked that the Bills didn't score every time down. I'll be honest. Yeah, I mean, it was quite frankly, it was incredible how we won with how many turnovers we had. I mean, it was a it was a little bit of a messy game. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. This wasn't his fault. I'll say that. Yep, I I think one pick was on Josh. One pick was on Isaiah McKenzie, and oh my God, my. My uh, true love going into the season, James Cook, made me cry. <laughs> Fumbled on his first carry, dude. That's not good. <laughs> and he was blaming. He was like, "I was down." I was like, "No, you, you were." Yeah, down. and that's not a that's not a good thought process, you know. When they're when they're blaming other people, no, you hold yeah. on to that ball, Mister. <laughs> like, bro, they they have review for a reason. <laughs> yeah. They review every turnover. Like you, you were this not down. <laughs> this isn't college football anymore, bud. Exactly. But he'll get out that mindset. He'll get out that mindset. Yep. And then, uh, what's it called, Von Miller? Oh my God. Oh, beauty. He's he, he was a terrorizer out there. Oh my God, it's so great. He's like a kid in the playground, just having fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how old is this man again? Just, just that tackling one, his old home, friends. Like, Right, yep. it's like just playing around with my old friends. Like it was a reunion. And I said to myself, "Man, how much y'all pay him again?" Yeah, showing his worth already. All it's it was it was just too easy for him. I loved it. Oh, I loved it. So, so how about them Seahawks? Look, I thought we was gonna get. I really thought we were gonna get destroyed. <laughs> I it's gonna be a blowout. I'm gonna watch it because I'm a fan. And that first drive happened. I said, like, "Oh, hold up." Hold up. <laughs> we here. <laughs> we here. We're here for this. I said we were fi- look, I was fired up. They were fired up. I think they were channeling my energy a little bit. Uh yep. you know, and we'll sue. Amazing. I didn't know we picked, I'll be honest. I didn't know we picked them up. Like, <laughs> Why did he get here? It's like I'm here about all these other things. Our uh offensive line was doing great. You know, Gino surprised me for sure. Towards the end, I'm like, Gino, listen. Sometimes you just gotta slide up in the pocket, like because the <laughs> offensive line was creating a nice pocket. But when you don't slide up a little bit, come on, now it makes it a little hard. To... So, but I'm like, we'll fix that. But definitely, my heart was beating to the end because I'm like, man, if they kick this thing and it goes, I'm, I'm gonna be livid. Oh but my god, that was that was ridiculous. I was as I, I thought about it because sometimes my brain get messes up and I said, like, 64 yards is that a lot? Because <laughs> just the, the the willingness to kick it, so I was like, man, this must be like a, a chip shot. If it because the, they were just so ready to kick, it. I was like, I'm not gonna go for it. Yeah, 
Because oh. Russell Wilson, he'll like he this is his time. So yeah. when they but when they kicked and missed, I was like, he's not Justin Tucker. That's oh, McManus. He's a good 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 foot, but yeah, ain't Justin yeah. Tucker's foot. So <sighs> I'll be honest, yeah. I'm happy. Dude, they messed up real bad. You you guys caught a real break at the end there. We deserve to <laughs> freaking, win. Freaking Denver. Oh my God. That between the coach and Russell Wilson just not not taking a timeout. It, you should have heard the uh the Manning cast. Um you know, <laughs> they were they were like, and now they're gonna they're gonna probably want to take a timeout here. They should uh-huh. really take a timeout. Talk about hey guys. It. Guys, take a time out. What are you doing? Oh my god. Uh I was I was happy. I was like, man, God was looking out for us because these uh the Seahawks were definitely there was an emotional game for them. And the fans were booing it. I was like, all right, they'll boo him in the beginning, boo him in the during the game. They're gonna let him feel what his opponents have been feeling their whole, you know, his whole career. And then at the end, you know, they'll probably cheer him on and they didn't. I was like, man, they really don't like this guy. Gino, 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 Gino. <laughs> so, but we'll, but yeah, it was good. It was fun. Gino looked good. Um, he didn't look great, but he looked good. And uh, but we'll see what happens. But man, I'm excited. I don't know who. I don't know who we play next week. I'm still coming down. Congrats, my man. That's that is your system winning. According look, to Pete Carroll, right? And this the is defense was looking great. Boring, boring football. This is the system. Somebody told me. <laughs> I need to drop one of my defenses. I can't drop any defenses how they right now. <laughs> See, Seahawks defense, two forced fumbles. Like, but dropping easy passes from Russell, that, that was like, what are you doing? Come on, yeah. defense. You got it. That's why you that's why you're safety and not a receiver. I understand, but come on. So, but it was good. I'm very excited. Uh, the season. I hope it's not our only win in the season, honestly. no i think i think you guys are gonna be uh decent you know you're gonna be middle of the pack you might even you might even have a chance to get not in a rebuilding year i'll be shocked let me just say that sneak into the playoffs back into the if that happens i'd be absolutely shocked there's people talking about it (laughs) i'm not i'm not i'm not one of those that's what you need to know but all right, so what do you think about so some of the wild games uh, that we saw? What do you, what couple, do you think, Alex? A couple big upsets. Um, I, I think Chicago over San Francisco was an upset. Um, I mean, it was a complete mud fest, but – Mud bowl. Mud bowl, exactly. Yeah, that was, that was an ugly yet very beautiful game in my, in my opinion. Both quarterbacks looked great at times. Both quarterbacks looked absolutely awful at times. So I've been hearing people say, throw out everything that you saw in that game because none of it's true. And I I, I concur. <laughs> I definitely agree. Yeah, yeah that's the, – the elements were were, were were a factor. Um, Trey Lance was really his first game starting ever. I knew that was going to be a factor. It's an away game. and uh, But I, I believe in Justin Fields. And uh, so that's why I believe that they were going to get over over the hump. They had some momentum going from last season, so I thought they are going to get over the hump on that one. Yep. yep. Minnesota won against Green Bay. You know, the we'll talk more that... about Aaron Rodgers later, but wow, that Minnesota offense, that was beautiful. Justin Jefferson, oh my God, he was he was great. So, 
Um, and we kind of hinted towards this in the beginning, right? Like last part, last episode, we talked about how Kirk Cousins has a coach who doesn't hate him. <laughs> he's, got, he's got a new coach in with a, a a new system that likes to pass the ball, you know. So it was it was great to see. Um, Minnesota looks great. Green Bay sucks, you know. Woo! Until until uh, week two when they absolutely thrash the uh, Chicago Bears. Now that's something Aaron loves beating the Bears. He loves it. It's like his Super Bowl, honestly. And I'm like, man, but I love Justin Fields. And I'm thinking, I'm th- here's this is what I'm gonna say. Justin Fields needs that breakout game. Yep. Game does. where he proves people he can be an elite quarterback. This could be the game, right? So yeah. I will tell you, I have the option to start Justin Fields coming into week two. It's either him or Trevor Lawrence in one of my leagues against the Green Bay defense that was supposed to be really good and didn't show out. Once take take numbers, take names, you know, I am not starting him. <laughs> I am scared as hell. Trevor Trevor Lawrence back in my lineup. <laughs> who's he who's he who's uh who are the Jaguars playing? Playing the Colts. You you yeah. have a shot starting Justin Fields, let's be honest. Yeah. Well their defense is good too, but I'm 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 scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting Justin Fields. I'm telling you. Look, everybody listening, re- remember I said start Justin Fields, and we're gonna revisit this next time we come on this podcast. But let's keep yep. on going. Who we got next? All right. Well, the other one was that we had was Seattle over Denver. So just just take another victory lap around the room and and let's get it. Let's get going to the rest of the podcast. <laughs> Seahawks country, let's fly. <laughs> anyway, now nah, um, I'll be honest, it, it was weird, but the decision making at the end of that game gave me remnants of a coach not trusting his quarterback. Yep. It gave me remnants of the Super Bowl. Yeah. Not Super Bowl, yeah. it gave me remnants of the last couple of seasons with Russ, where they didn't let him throw the ball as much, right? And I said, "Hmm, this is weird." Like, it just, and I felt bad for Russ, honestly. But we'll see how that how that how that turns out. We'll see how that turns out. Denver should definitely get better. I think that's going to be. I think you know, it's an emotional time. The emotions probably got to us a little bit, and he, he was a little bit not focused. Losing first was probably a good thing for them. I think they're going to come back much more fired up and ready to win. Absolutely. All right. Should we talk about our fantasy teams? I mean, hey, hey, in our league. You know, I, I had a great, I had a great game. You know, I, I, I played against the, uh, the lowest scoring team in the league. You know, I was, I was top three in the league. It was, it was a great week. <laughs> what do you think? I mean, all right. First of all, I just want to say you set me up for failure. That's all I want to <laughs> say. You told me, oh, drop that guy. He's complete buzz. Dude, no, don't play this team. Don't do that. Come on. I was like, all right, let me listen to Alex. And what happens? People, I'm dropping scoring touchdowns. And I'm getting smoked by his team left and right. Again, Dante Pettis is not going to score another touchdown this year. Look, he's saying that now. And then next week, he's going to be scoring three touchdowns. And I'm going to go, what? I'm going to have to pick it back up just because I need to <laughs> This is ridiculous. You need redemps. Oh, yeah, I lost bad. I lost bad. I lost bad to the guy that I'm talking to right now. And he beat me like I stole something. But it's okay. 
<laughs> it's okay. All right. There's there's another there's another game coming up, and I'm gonna get better. I'm gonna get better. So yeah, move forward next week. You know, next, next move on. It's looking rough for me still, but I'm, I'm gonna figure this out. I'm yeah, figure this out. You got it eventually. After the rookie draft, you you'll have it. Everybody loves an underdog story. I am I am the worst in the league, but one day, worst the first. <laughs> That's all you need to know. One day I shall rise. So, <laughs> all right. So let's go to the next segment. Let's uh, talk data drop correlation versus causation. All right. So Alex, you're gonna breathe. This is this is this your baby right here. You gonna Absolutely. come and tell us what we need to be looking out for. Um, and yeah. talk about correlation versus the causation. All right. So what you think? Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna look at some correlation here. Um, so I, I drew up some stats from my home league. These stats are from 2017 to uh, through 2021. So since 2017, the positions with the top correlation with wins, that's running back one, running back two, and the flex position. So if you get a good game in either of those any of those positions, you're you're more likely to win or it correlates better with winning in terms of correlation with points. The top correlators are again the flex position was number one there. That was with 89% correlation. And then the running back one position again the top top performer there. And then newcomer the wide receiver one position. So again wide receiver one maybe correlates a little bit better with getting points and less less with uh, getting wins. So that's kind of interesting. Um, so, and then let's look at the positions with the lowest correlation. So lowest correlation with wins. We're talking about tight end. This was the lowest number, lowest percent correlation of any of them. And it's 4%. So that just tells you, you don't need a good tight end to win. If we're, if we're claiming causation off correlation, right? So, um, which heck since 2017, that's, that's a big sample size. I, I would claim that this correlation is also causation. Second lowest correlation with wins wide receiver two. Third lowest correlation with wins is the kicker. So again, kickers don't matter. <laughs> lowest correlation with points quarterbacks. That's the second lowest at 12%. And that's actually tied with the defense, which is at also at 12%. And then, and then the third lowest correlation with points, that is also the kicker once again. So what did I say earlier? Kicker doesn't matter. Um, so <laughs> what do you think about that, Chip? Well, first of all, you said last time, you know, that flex position, not that important. You don't have to, like, it's it's okay, but it won't make or break you. But this this chart here is saying that flex position is important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What it what it's really really saying is you need depth on your roster, right? Yeah. I mean, depth is important, and I would argue that it's probably also saying that having a running back, a really good running back in your yes. flex position, rather than a a wide receiver, is probably the right route to go. There you um, go. Because you there look you at go. those wide receiver positions and they're really not correlated with wins as much. That's yep. because the wide receivers go up and down, all around. Doesn't hey, matter. You're right. There's a plethora of them. 
And then like almost they're almost canceling each other out if you think about it, right? Yep. But it's really where are the difference makers, where's the difference in points, right? And like even the quarterbacks, there's a plethora of quarterbacks, throwing quarterbacks, Justin Herbert, Matt Patrick Mahomes, Derek Carr is gonna get you points. Uh what's called Russell Wilson is gonna get you points, Aaron Rodgers is gonna get you points. Like yep. there's a plethora of these guys who are gonna oh Tom Brady, of course, gonna get you points. They're gonna get you points and they're just gonna cancel each other out. It's the different. The question is, where are the places is going to be hard to get points that you can see a differentiation, and it really is the running back position, Absolutely. right? Because it, there's not an, a, a plethora of elite running backs out there right now, because there's not a plethora of elite offensive lines, right? Right. So I definitely agree with agree with everything that I'm that you're saying uh, yep. right now. That's cool. Absolutely. All right. Should we go into? Uh... Our segment two, disappointments. Yeah, definitely. This whoo, people that broke your heart. All right. So I know you had them. You had high expectations. And then you thought, you know, they they're gonna do putting some work for you, right? And they went ahead and put in a sick day. <laughs> said, I'm not showing up. <laughs> That's all you need to know. All right, so number one here, we got Devontae Smith, zero points. He had four targets. Um, but let's be honest, he's gonna be just fine. So you don't need to – I don't think you need to bench him at all right now. I think it's going to be more aggressive to get him the ball and close the game out, okay? So definitely I I think you're going to be good with him. What do you think? He hurt you got? <laughs> all right, Mike Williams next up. He caught two out of his four targets for 10 yards. Um, things are looking up for Mike Williams. Um, he's always been boom bust. Even last year he was, he was incredible last year, but – most of his points came in a very few set, small set of games. So Keenan Allen is going to be missing a few games here. Um, so he should be much better. Agreed. Agreed. Next side, Aaron Rodgers, complete garbage. Like <laughs> what? nothing. <laughs> you got me negative points. <laughs> okay. But I'm not, I'm not just going to throw you out like an old dish rag. All right. What I'm going to do, I'm going to let you, I'm going to wash you, you know, let you try to get back to your old glory days. Give you some more ayahuasca, whatever you whatever you was <laughs> sipping on, you know, chewing on whatever it is, and see if we can get back to MVP performance. But I know you don't got to, you know, wide receiver one, but you're supposed to be the great Aaron Rodgers. Figure it out, all right? Bring that good energy. Figure it out. I'm not starting you next game because uh, I believe in Justin Fields. I'm going to start Jameis. That's a mistake. Uh, <laughs> but he should be fine. All right. Next one, Mari Cooper. Caught three out of his six targets for 17 yards. Jeez, these all look the same, you know? <laughs> these wide receivers that really didn't do well. Um, Amari Cooper in Cleveland, the offense does not run through the wide receiver. It run, runs through the running backs. Um, I'm, I've never been an Amari Cooper fan. I'm, I'm not in on him, but you're going you're gonna to hold on to Amari Cooper, see what he can give you. And I definitely agree with you on that. And then we got a Robert Woods here. Uh, you know, on the Titans, he's supposed to be, you know, wide receiver one really on the Titans. Uh, the first play, play action play right to him, 13 yards he got. That was a really great play for him. We thought was, I thought, you know, maybe they're gonna get him more involved, but things did slow down. I just don't trust in Tannehill. I have absolutely zero faith in him. This team's gonna go as far as Derrick Henry takes it. If Derrick Henry turns up, starts doing great things. Robert Woods is going to eat everybody alive because it's, that's just how Derrick Henry, that's just how what happens. He takes all the attention and then boom, other people get opportunities. So I think he should be okay. 
um, as long as pending that Derrick Henry um, does fantastic in the year. So y'all should go ahead and keep him. Yeah, and his snap percentage was 70, 71%, which is the highest on the team. And I, I'll i say he's a great he's a great blocker. So he was probably out blocking all of those snaps, but still, <laughs> still worth keeping an eye, especially if they go back to the play action. All right, next guy. He burned me bad in a couple leagues. Damien Pierce. He was my boy coming out of college. He got outsnapped and outrun by Rex Burkhead, um, of all people. For some reason, this dude's still running um, in the NFL. He's old. He runs slow. He's got 2.65 yards per carry. When my boy Damien Pierce has a has a whopping three, being a terrible offensive line. <laughs> all right. Right now, he's the backup. You put him on your bench until further further notice. Wait till he heats up. Hopefully, by the end of the season, he looks a lot better. Yep. Um, I actually have Rex Burkett on my team, and I'm like, I should have started him out. Why do I listen to Alex? Because <laughs> <laughs> you have Rex Burkett on your team. <laughs> uh, all right, so we got Camp Akers next. Uh, I mean, 0.3 points in our league. We only had three carries, and he played 18% of the snaps. That's not a great sign, honestly, but let's see how Matthew Stafford's arm feels um, throughout the year. It's not feeling so great. They're going to they're gonna have to commit more to the run game, I think, to open up the passing game. Um, with that Odell out there, it's just going to be much harder um, for these receivers. So, But what's his name? Robinson. He, he, he was kind of getting into it a little bit, like getting into the groove of it. So if he starts to you know do well, I think they'll be fine. But um, I don't have high high hopes for Camp Acres. Um, I feel like it's just the Todd Gurley again. Like they've yeah. used their running back to their to its completion. Yeah, and they need a new one. So we'll let's see. be honest, Darrell Henderson, he looks good. I like that guy. Yeah. So. We'll see. Honestly, I'm not. I don't have high hopes for this guy. So, yeah. um... absolutely. Next guy, Jalen Tolbert. Uh, so we are expecting him to be the wide receiver too for the Dallas offense, and he was a healthy scratch in Week One. So that does not bode well at all for him moving forward. And what also doesn't bode well for him is Dak got injured. Dak is out for multiple games here uh yeah in dynasty you're still stashing tolbert but hopefully you didn't take him off your uh taxi squad if you got him so uh, just just keep him keep him deep 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 on your bench exactly we should also put the dallas cowboys as a whole disappointment but they're consistent with that anyways let's keep keep moving all right next segment we got Expect more or expect less. All right, this is a quick one, so we're just gonna we're gonna tell you whether you should expect more or expect less. That's it, and we we'll just keep on moving. We'll say the name, and then we'll say expect more or expect less. All right. All right. So I'm gonna start it off. Uh, we got Carson Wentz. I'm gonna say expect less, not too much less though. But expect a little bit less. All right. Then we got Jameis Winston. I'm gonna say expect more. First game back, he's coming back into it. Um, getting more comfortable, so expect more. Kirk Cousins, I'm going to say expect more. Of, of course, Marcus Mariota, 
I'm gonna say expect a little bit less, a little bit less than Justin Fields. I'm gonna say expect more. That's my guy. <laughs> <laughs> expect more all the time. So awesome. I'll do running backs. Um, Saquon Barkley. Expect more. Saquon's back, baby. Corderell Batterson. Uh, expect less. Um, I think he's gonna give way. Um, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, expect more. Um, and by more, I mean more, more splitting up the carries, guys. The, there's three backs in this offense. So my expect more, actually expect less. Um, Dontrell Hilliard, expect less. You guys, this is this is not his offense. Who's, whose offense is it? It's King Henry. King Henry's offense. Yeah. Let him know. He got, he got two touchdowns. No, it, it's – it's uh, King Henry's offense, let's be honest. James Robinson, uh, he's back. He's doing well. Expect more. All right. All right, so let's talk about these wide receivers. Devontae Adams, you already know. Expect more. All right? Looking good out there. Looking real good out there. Julio Jones, I'm going to say expect more. Again, real comfortable with TB, right? He's like, give it to me. I'm ready. Robbie Anderson, just don't trust the Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to say, ex, you know, I'm going to be optimistic. Optimistic Chiv. All right. Optimistic Dr. Chiv. No. Expect more. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Devin Duvernay. Look, Lamar, he need, he need a big contract. He will get his guys involved. He was slinging it down the field and it was wet. Expect more from Devin Duvernay. All right. Gabe Davis, you know, hometown bills for Data Prince Alex here. I'm going to go ahead and bless him and say expect more. Absolutely. All right. Expect more, especially with Stefan Diggs going crazy out there. And so expect more from Gabe Davis to relieve him of some of that pressure. Absolutely, man. Gabe Davis, he's the man. All right. Next up, tight ends. Taysom Hill, the gadget man himself. Expect more. Uh, keep him as your backup tight end. Don't start him. Um, OJ Howard, expect less. Dude, this guy got cut by the Bills. Meh. Two touchdowns. It's a fluke. Gerald Everett, expect more until Donald Parham is back. Dalton Schultz, expect less. Yeah, not with that quarterback situation. Ian Thomas, expect less. Tommy Tremble will be back. Let's talk defense. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the defense special teams. Steelers, oh, I know TJ Watt out for a couple weeks. But I just trust – I trust Mike Tomlin. He figures things out. They'll do a trade probably, figure something out. Expect more. All right, Dolphins. Mm. Mm. I'm going to go ahead and say expect less. Expect less. Okay, Bills, expect more. They turn it up. They eat everybody alive. Everybody on in, the, in front of them is a buffet, and they're and they having a, a good meal. All right? <laughs> the Chargers, I'm going to say expect more. They look crazy. They're lightning fast. They look strong. They look they look happy. Buccaneers also expect more. That defense is clicking. As soon as that offense starts clicking too, that defense is only going to get better. So definitely expect more from the Buccaneers. All right. Let's talk about kickers as much as I don't want to. <laughs> Young Hoku. Dude, this guy is a freaking sniper. Expect more. KD Uh Kicker of the week, um, you know, for the AFC. Um, expect less. He's on the Cleveland Browns. Ryan Suckup, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, expect more. 
they're going to be good. Greg Joseph, expect less. Riley Patterson, that's he's on Detroit. Uh, he's still young. Um, expect less. That's going to be risky. So let's right. go into our next segment, trade talks. I'll take care of this one. This is going to be quick, guys. I just want to remind you that during the beginning of the season, you want to buy underperformers that could still do well and sell overperformers that might drop off. So buy candidates right now, Devonta Smith, Mike Williams, Damian Pierce. Um, I would even throw James Cook in there. Um, sell candidates. These are some of your top performers. Um, Dontrell Hilliard, Robbie Anderson. And as much as Chib said, uh, as much as Dr. Chib said, uh, Devin DuVernay is going to expect, got to expect more from him. I would say he's also a good sell. So let's, let's get into it. Segment five. All right. So this is a snap check where we're going to look at the snap percentage of of some of the some players uh, throughout the league. All right, so let's start first with Denver wide receivers. Look, both were in good shape. They're gonna only improve this year with their chemistry with Russell. Jerry Judy uh, was there for eighty nine percent of the snaps. Cortland Sutton was there for ninety five percent of the snaps. Jerry Judy looks fast. He looks fast. He looked good. Um, and so there, I think those snap percentages might even go up, um, depending. So, but and he did score more points than Corlin Sutton. So that's going to be a good situation there uh, for Denver. Yeah, let's talk San Francisco. So you got Debo at 82% of the snaps and Brandy, Brandon Ayuk at a whopping 99% of the snaps. All right. So Debo had more points. Brandon Ayuk had less. Um, remember, this was also the Mud Fest. Um, so both of these guys should be better moving forward, um, especially with Kittle out, possibly. Um, both good plays moving forward. Ayuk is super sneaky, as he has been all season. So I would definitely keep an eye on him. And then we got the KC wide receivers here. Let's talk about um, MBS. He has 73% of the snaps. He was there for 73% of the snaps. Then we had Juju at 66%. Sky more than 19%. And then or Cole Hardman at 56%. All right. Now, this was going to be interesting because this is going to be victory by committee, honestly. You saw how Patrick was moving this ball around to almost everybody. I think like 12 different people caught a, caught a pass, something like that. Tell me if I'm wrong. It's crazy. No, but yeah, you're right. It was wild. So I think these numbers might kind of stay consistent. If anyone's dropped, I'll be honest, I think it might be Juju. Because his body language didn't speak highly to me, especially because he had a fumble. I think he had a fumble. He dropped the ball or something like that so. um, once. And it's just his body language is a little off. It just feels like he doesn't belong in the league anymore. Like his, his confidence is down. Now, if they get that back, this team is going to be dangerous. All right? If he gets that back. And I don't think Juju's going to leave receiver in any capacity. But if he gets a little bit of his confidence back, he's having some more fun, things like that. It's going to be a dangerous team. Um, and these snap percentages, let's be honest, they're going to change, I think, every single week. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Week. Mahomes said the same thing. It's going to be looked, it's going to look different almost every week, um, which makes them an even more dangerous team, honestly, if you're a KC fan. But in terms of uh, for fantasy football, good luck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. High, high risk, high reward with all of these guys every week. Facts. So 
let's go ahead. Um, we're we're about to close this podcast. This was a fast one. It's gonna be more like this for those for our listeners. It's gonna be more like this. Um, not too long. Try to keep within thirty minutes. We'll try to be back next week. We're trying to keep this weekly, especially with thirty minute podcasts. I think we can do that. So, um, thank you everybody for sticking around for the ride. This has been Data Prince Alex, Doctor Chib. We're out. Peace. Peace.